0: Money FM eighty nine point three Best of Breakfast, the U.S. Market Update with Money FM eighty nine point three. All right, folks. Here's how markets are shipping out for today. We've got stocks mostly lower. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down one hundred and ninety points, or zero point six percent, closing at thirty two thousand nine hundred and thirty six. The S and P five hundred. Fell 0.2% to 4,217. The tech heavy NASDAQ squeezed out a small gain of 0.3% to finish at 13,018. So, for more insights, we are joined by Deborah Cunningham. She is the Chief Investment Officer of Global Liquidity Markets at Federated Hermes. Deborah, thanks for joining us on the show today.
1: Thank you for inviting me to join. It's my pleasure.
0: It's great to have you on. So we're going to get help to figure out what's going on in the markets. And I think everyone's been quite focused on bond news these days. And that key level of five percent. We saw the ten-year notes briefly climb above that and then come back down again. So the last we checked, it was down by. 8 basis points for the session to 4.85% and of course it's been climbing up in recent days and weeks so what do you make of the latest moves we've got bond yields coming down but markets also down
1: I think there's some impact of the ongoing Middle East um, situation that is impacting bond yields at this point. They were rising pretty steadily through maybe, let's call it, starting about a month ago. And that was in reconciliation with the faster economic growth that was being experienced even with interest rates, you know, five plus percent from a Fed policy standpoint. And I think the bond market was recognizing that what Fed officials were saying, interest rates would stay higher for longer to deal with the inflationary environment that was still amongst us was going to be the way that we finished off two thousand twenty three and entered into two thousand twenty four. Then enter, you know, the the conflict in the Middle East and Bond yields weren't quite sure what to do. They rallied for a day or two. And then I think started looking at fundamentals again and backing up a little bit more. Now with that conflict, I think maybe going on a little bit longer with a little bit more intensity, uh, the bond market is again looking at that as something that maybe is a flight to quality trade mm-hmm. into the bond market and driving yields from above five to below five. It could change, though. I mean, honestly, that same conflict could drive inflation higher. If we have oil prices and other, you know, goods and services that are impacted from a supply chain standpoint, prices could go higher, which means the Fed is going to continue to, you know, be on its inflationary um, rope to try to bring it down. And bond yields are going to stay above that five percent. So I think we're going to be volatile for quite a while reconciling between the economics and inflationary environment and the global environment of what's happening in the world.
0: Yeah, Deborah, how important is this 5% level? Is this where people are going to sit up and think, hey, maybe I should be investing in bonds instead of stocks?
1: It certainly is a pivotal level. We haven't been there in a very long time, you know, two decades basically with any sustained time frame. And if you think about inflation normally being in the 2 to 3% range, 5% seems like a, a very good return above inflation without a whole lot of price impact, generally speaking, in a normal economic environment. So I think people are trying to decide, is it time to go a little bit longer? People are in money markets or liquidity products where they're stable value. You don't have to worry about the price, and you're getting that 5% yield. But if you want to keep that 5% yield longer, you need to go into longer term bonds, not just money markets. And when you do that, you might end up taking some price risk. And that's the question that people are dealing with at this point.
0: All right. Another question I guess people are trying to ask and figure out is what's going to be happening to the energy market because you've got what's playing out in the Middle East and you've got also in the mix um, a sluggish economy in China and also winter is coming. So that's going to help support some demand. So how do you see energy prices and oil in particular play out in the coming months?
1: you know we don't see oil going too much higher we we kind of see them that oil stabilizing and energy energy year to date from an inflationary perspective has been you know an offset to continuing rising inflation energy prices have actually come down and although we don't necessarily see further decline our expectation is probably leveling off keeps things where they are and therefore not any kind of an additional problem to reckon with in the in the inflationary side of the equation now having said that you know there are the issues in the middle east the issues still from a uk perspective uh and and europe may in fact impact that in a way that drives those prices higher depending upon how bad of a winter we have Mm. last last year it was fairly warm and the, the the yet the price was extremely volatile and extremely high from an energy standpoint. That's why we've come down year to date. If we end up with another warm winter, maybe you see the same thing. But if we go back to you know sort of temperature norms, mm-hmm. I think you can end up with higher higher prices in that energy sector. But modest, not something that would be you know earth shattering.
0: All right, talk about norms or new norms. We've been seeing companies hiking prices on their products, and I think in the earnings season so far, we've seen some commentary coming through. Companies continuing to hike prices, but we are seeing some signs of customers pushing back. Um, volumes of some transactions are down. What do you make of the appetite for price hikes right now? And where is the consumer strength looking like for you right now?
1: Well, the consumer is still the key to the economic cycle at this point. They're, and their you know, household net worth is still at all-time highs. We saw you know, prices of goods really escalate last year and the beginning of this year, and then sort of level off. Then you started to see the inflationary cycle hit highs in the service sector, um, travel and leisure. Uh, different types of services were um, impacted through the spring and summer, and those are starting to level up at this point. So I think the other side of that equation, though, is you've got wage contracts and inflationary you know, conditions that – Depending on how they complete, you know, what, what the outcome of the auto workers wage, wages, the, um, you know, the screen actors, there, there are several different types of wage negotiations that are going on right now that I think will maybe set a bellwether or set some sort of a, an average for where other contracts will then need to be negotiated. So I think there's still a lot to be said on the wage inflation side mm-hmm. and how that impacts the consumer. But overall, the consumer continues to be pretty healthy. Their balance sheet looks pretty good. Their net worth is good. Just in their their ownership of liquidity and money market securities, um, that in and of itself being at 5% now is something that is probably adding about 1% to to GDP on on an annual basis. And that's, you know, nothing to sneeze at. So I think it's definitely – a consumer-driven market and the consumer continues to be fairly healthy which is why we're looking at a soft landing as opposed to a recession in the 2024 time frame
0: all right Deborah, talking about what's looking good in the markets these days uh, as we wrap things up what is going to be your takeaway for investors as they navigate the rest of the year how much are you liking the earnings coming through from banks
1: the earnings from banks are a big surprise on the positive side. Um, we were thinking they would be flat to down and maybe misses would be on the low side, not the high side and that 's not certainly what we saw with the you know, the original money center banks and now the, the the regional banks that are coming through now there are still a lot of smaller banks that need to report, but some of the concerns about deterioration in loan portfolios, whether it was commercial residential other types of, of loan portfolio deterioration they 're not just they 're just not being seen at this point, so lots of positive surprise on the upside. Which, you know, with, with a decline in the equity market that we've been seeing, maybe make some of these stocks a really pretty good value at this point.
0: All right. Something to watch out for, perhaps, in the banking space. We've been Deborah Cunningham. She is the Chief Investment Officer of Global Liquidity Markets at Federate Hermes. She is speaking to us from Philadelphia. Deborah, thank you for your time this morning. You're welcome. All Have right. a
1: great rest of your day.
0: You too. Catch up with you again soon. Stay with Money FM 89.3.